well, it sounds great, and you guys have clearly taken the platform and really just leveraged it and done really, really well with it. And kudos to you guys for taking something that I think a lot of people view as, you know, pretty damn boring podcast and really owning it and making it your own. So you guys have done a fantastic job. Well, thank you for that, and you mentioned earlier... Welcome to the latest episode of The Conversation. Um, here today with a couple special guests from the the uh, burgeoning Arkansas Times podcast network. <laughs> um, Antoine Phillips, also known as One Take, and Charles Blake, Two Take. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Thanks for being here. Well, well thanks for having us, Matt. Uh, i got to start off by saying two things. Uh, you know, I'm one take for a reason, and he's two take for a reason. We Maybe we'll get to that a little bit later. But I've noticed about your podcast, and I'm, I'm happy to be on. I know Blake is, too. Um, you, you you do great. You have great guests, great conversations about things that are going on uh, in central Arkansas. But I got one, 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 is it beef? Stone the pick? Yeah, bring it on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bring it on on the pod. Now, I saved this for for this. <laughs> Uh, your description of your pod is a hit new podcast. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and my in our pod is just a podcast. So apparently right. you're the hit. Yeah. So I'm we're glad to be on the hit new podcast. Well, it depends on the week too. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's the new sensational new. Oh podcast. okay okay absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We we've started calling ours the hottest new podcast. <laughs> right right right. <laughs> well, I'll be honest though. I'll be honest. The competition. Well, competition. It's right. not really competition. It's all love. It's all yeah, yeah. It's all love. And I'm so glad you guys are doing this because you know I'm doing it by myself. I don't have a partner in crime, right. you know, so like I got to bring all the energy every time and I got to make sure that I'm the one setting everything up. So it's a little more difficult. It's you know, tough. you got to bring it's, it on. It's so tough, Matt. Listening and that, to what you guys do helps me and, and makes mine better. And we are, you know, that's, that's, that's been a, uh, I can say a movement of ours for a while is that, um, two minds, three minds is, is, is better than one. Right. And then we've been, we've been, uh, very focused on uh, collaborating together when we can working together, um, making sure that if, if we're like-minded, you know, this, and this is something that Antoine and I sat down at Community Bakery, man, was that 10 years ago? Yeah. 10 years ago, <laughs> and said, you know, we need to get people like us who are like-minded, moving in the right. same direction, and start working together. Right. And, you know, so so that's, that is, it, it's a reason why, you know, if, if, if you're going to have Antoine and I, if we're talking about the rod culture, you're going to have us both. Right. You know, <laughs> right. You know right. and, and people say, we just wanted if. If it's me, it's going to be him too. Right, you know, and that's and and, and that's the, and that's something that that we're 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 very uh, uh, focused on. Right. Well, it shows. I mean, you guys have great chemistry on the podcast. You guys are clearly good friends, and that really comes through. We're really not that good friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's more like a love hate. You know, I wouldn't say a bromance. It's more like a, a frenemy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, so we were talking a little bit about before this, but I'll go ahead and we can talk about it now too. How much preparation do you guys do each week? Well, the and Blake mentioned this offline. We're strategically organic, which is a phrase that I didn't even know was a phrase, but that's that's very that that happens all the time. Right, I, right. I, I enlighten him and drop phrases into his life. <laughs> I enrich his knowledge. life, but but it takes him two times to do it, so that's why he's two take Blake. <laughs> no, yeah, dealing with him, I got to tell him stuff twice. I have to say it twice. That's why I'm two. 
<laughs> no, so the the work that we do uh, in preparation, uh, there's an email of topics that we want to discuss that we send out, you know, the Friday or Saturday before the pod that we record on Monday. But we never get together before the show to discuss the issues. It's just, hey, man, these are the topics. You do your research, I'll do my research, and then we'll just talk about it when we get there. And it does give a more organic, conversational feel uh, that that we were hoping to deliver, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's he's been you know he's he's an attorney so every, everything <laughs> is is very uh, laid out on paper. Oh, yeah. he, he sends a set list. It's, it's not it's not just a, he sends a set list. This is uh, here we go. First fifteen minutes, next fifteen minutes. And these are what the Jay Z quotes. And these are <laughs> no, no, now, now, those now. are off the dome. Yo, those, those, are, <laughs> those are the Jay Z quotes are definitely freestyle. Um, but sometimes it struggles. Sometimes I mean we're like. 30 minutes to the podcast, I'm like, I hadn't did any Jay-Z. Right, right. So then I got to try to get it in there. Um, so then that part is strategically organic as uh-huh. well. Yeah. Yeah, well, it sounds great. And you guys have clearly taken the platform and really just leveraged it and done really, really well with it. And kudos to you Thank guys you. What? for taking something that I think a lot of people view as, you know, pretty damn boring podcast and really owning it and making it your own. And so you guys have done fantastic job well thank you for that and you mentioned earlier and i know you kind of use air quotes for competition but (laughs) there's not really competition um not at all not at all and because there's space in the podcast world for all different types of genres if you will Mm -hmm. and subjects and topics and like what you're doing is these interviews which is just purely focused on the guests Mm -hmm. and picking their brains and learning about their experiences whereas ours is a little more perspective and commentary on mm-hmm. things that's going on and and then add a guest. I mean, we're almost trying to create a TV show without right. without people looking at having to worry about looking at Blake. There he goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But and just so, and him bringing that up, you know, what what we've noticed about with the as you say creating a space in those avenues is that now when we're out, it's I don't know a day that goes by where where we somebody doesn't say, "Hey, do you want to partner with something? Do you want to have an event?" You know, do you want to do a vlog? Is mm-hmm. there opportunity for because there, and that's I think that's the detriment and and benefit of being here is that we here are creating where in Little Rock, right? Is that we are creating our space, right? So it's there. There is not. There's not a box. There. There's not. Nobody has seen this before, right? So there's. So we're open to so many opportunities and 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 venues and avenues that it, it is. It's it's amazing. That um, some of some of the things that that's coming up, you know, that we're going to do, be doing the next couple months, that uh, that that we're planning to do next year, you know. So it's yeah. it's um, it's 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 fun and and it's and it's new. So that's so. What do you guys plan on doing the next couple of months? Can we get a, can we get some yeah. breaking news? Well, we got yeah. It's a few different things uh, on on the agenda. Blake and I will be speaking at the Lift the Rock event oh, yeah. over um, in in North Little Rock to talk about. Well, the Venture Center, I'm sorry, I said North Little Rock. Um, Venture Center, yeah. And to talk about how we created the podcast and why we think this was needed, uh, we've been asked to speak at North Little Rock Rotary. Um, we have multiple partnerships coming up with events for us, happy hours, uh, day parties, night parties. Everybody uh, just wants to meet y'all. Well, right? It's like, and it's, and it's, I think yeah. people know that we we can have a good time. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> we laugh a lot, right. but I, I mean that's that's part of that's part of our mission is is to mobilize, right. and you know, and and uh, we we don't talk about it enough. We just go out and do it. You know, if it's meeting people where they are, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
and I think today parties with the with the live events. We we have a live event that we just um, talked to Chris Jones at over at the, at the uh, Innovation, Innovation Hub. Hub. Yeah, so we're gonna have yeah. a live podcast there. By the we, way, you guys just sorry to interject. You guys stole that interview from me. Oh, I think we contact, I think we contacted <laughs> really? him at the same time. He was like on my list of people to contact. I sent him a, a message over Twitter, uh-huh. and I never heard anything. And the next thing I heard, he was on y'all's podcast, oh. and I was like, damn. Well, slow. <laughs> well, you know, there's the competition. Yeah, there, there's the competition, right? I, I think there's enough space for Chris Jones because he's such an amazing guy. But he yeah, he yeah. did our po- podcast, and I mean, you can debate me on this if you want to. But then, uh, like a month later, he was on PBS News Hour. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe the folks at PBS are tuning in to Rock the Culture <laughs> yeah. and said, "Hey, yeah. this is the guy we need to interview." <laughs> so feel free. I mean, there's a oh, lot yeah. of story to tell, and you can definitely spend more yeah. time with him than we can because we try to also get our commentary in so that eats up to 15 or 20 minutes of our time. Right. We're hosting a happy hour for the Arkansas Cinema uh, Society. Society. Yeah. Uh, when they come in town, the end of this uh, month, August 24th. It's a Friday night, and what's going to happen in between two of the screenings, we're going to have a VIP event. We'll partner with Arkansas Cinema Society nice. at the Ron Robinson Center uh, to get more people engaged and involved with what they're doing because yeah. they have they released their lineup yesterday, two yeah, days ago. big names. Big yeah, names. Link later. Yeah, it's going to be great. It is going to be a great show, so we're, we're partnering with them on that. So there's a lot of irons and a fire for us, mm-hmm. and we're trying to manage it all. I mean, Blake is a representative. He has his own business. Right. I, I'm I'm an attorney, so we're, we're trying to get it together. And and Blake mentioned there's no box, um, so we're building. I use a mix of metaphors here, but we're building this airplane as we're flying it. So uh-huh. we're we're trying to figure it out as we go. Right. Right. And you know, I mean, it's interesting. We're all three kind of in the same situation where we're just doing this because mm-hmm. we want to do it, right? And we saw something that was missing, and we wanted to bring additional voices to the table. Absolutely. Uh, it's interesting to me looking at that, looking at kind of what we've all done, kind of at the same time, and then how that also overlays with you know the plight of local journalism and media companies and news and just newsrooms getting gutted. You know, like, how do you guys think about that in terms of, and I mean, maybe you don't, maybe you don't think about it that way, and that's fine, too. But, like, in terms of, you know, a community voice, mm-hmm. very important, but then also possibly a journalistic voice as well. Do you view the the platform as any sort of journalistic piece of it as well? A- absolutely. I think there's a responsibility for us that people are coming to us to get news and get an understanding of what's going on in their community. I think a lot of people, especially our age and younger um, are straying away from traditional print media, right? right? And I think the numbers show that, and you see that as it relates to employment opportunities in this field. So we know people are coming to us for the news. So Mm -hmm. we do take it seriously on understanding what the issues are to make sure we're not, we're being as objective as possible when need be. I mean, there are some times where it's, yeah, we give our opinions and it's straight, straight commentary, but there are issues that we want to make sure people uh, are aware of, knowing that there's not many outlets right. for people to go that they can consume in the way they want to consume it. And that's why what we're doing, what you're doing with the podcast, is awesome because I can I can take it and it, it, it's portable. It mm-hmm. goes with me wherever I want to go. I mean, I can stop it. I can start it right. in the car in the morning, before I get in the shower, right. whatever. Yeah. Right. You can you can be informed. So there, I do take some responsibility. And we've had people hit us back and say, 
I didn't know about that. Thank you for informing yeah. me. I will sleep. I disagree. I disagree <laughs> about that. We had other that. we have other people that sometimes, and this is how you know the responsibility from a journalistic journalistic standpoint is important because we have some people reach out to us say, "Well, I don't know if that's exactly true." Right. And I'm like, I've had that too. Yeah. yeah. So you, you get that. So you realize <laughs> yeah. people are listening. One, right. which is awesome, which is nice. And two, and you have the responsibility. And you have the responsibility. Yeah. With the you know me me. With a lot of business that I am is politics, news, and trying to engage people constantly. Um, you know, the the responsibility is huge, but the need is so vast. With fake news, with people going to um, what's what's the, uh, World Star takeout media, uh, right. TMZ to to literally get their news every day. Right. We have to provide a platform that is going to engage our target market, engage. Young people engage, um, ha- have a have a multicultural uh, audience that is that it that it resonates with, right. you know, and that's and, and your pe- your phrase you use all the time. What affects us in the what affects us on on the streets affects us in the capital affects us at city hall, Absolutely. and and that politics is local politics is life, mm-hmm. and in making making sure that that we continue to, to to keep those people engaged with news that is interesting to them. Right. You know that's and and it's it's hard for the times. It's it's hard for the the, the KATV and THV to to right. tell some of the stories. It's I wouldn't say it's hard. It's difficult for, for them to broadcast them right. uh, if that relate to our communities. You know, and we kind of fill that gap. And and that's something that yeah. that that. That that Winnie Wright came to us and said, you know, you're you guys are like having this social media news, and you're somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 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 ta- yeah. you're giving the stories that people are always talking about, right? And you're giving the stories that are important, right? And and, and just just to, to see that people people value that is mm-hmm. is is encouraging, right? Well, and it's also I always I look at you guys also as you know, obviously having an extremely relevant perspective that's. You know, very important from a local news perspective, but also from a generational perspective. You know, and I think that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at this city, and this is kind of a nice segue into kind of what the topics of our right. shows are both about, yeah. which is the city we live in now, mm-hmm. where we've been, and where we want to go. You know, and I think that's, I think it's so important, you know, that we just engage more people and bring up younger generations to have to have a voice to have a seat at the table. What's a, what's amazing about what you just said, Matt, is that how I just said, you know, Antoine and I have been having these conversations since 2007. Matt, you and I yeah. would be at happy hours in 2000, 2005, 2006, yeah. 2007 having these same conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's almost a full circle, you know, right. while, and and just took us a while. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. have kids and stuff, right? Yeah, we had to quit quit, quit hanging out, exactly. uh, yeah, you know. Cuz we take it hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll jump in there because it's interesting. Another thing which you said, which is so important, we were in a meeting uh, a few weeks ago, and someone asked us, if you had to summarize the purpose of your podcast, hmm. what would it be? And, you know, we kind of thought about it for a minute, and it's really is to promote engagement uh, with, with people in our generation, people who look like us, people who live in the city, who are typically disengage yeah. and, and to give them information, give them news, give them uh, stories, opinions, interviews that are engaging to them. And that's the same thing that you're doing. So I think it's important for people to understand what we are now by having these interviews, having these conversations, 
to understand where we want to go and, right. and start working towards that. Right. And I know, and I know you guys have talked about it at least once, probably more. Um, a big thing for me when I started uh, the conversation, you know, I've always been interested in technology and business and media and that sort of stuff anyway, so it just kind of fit. But also, you know, and I, tell me if you guys, if it was the same for y'all, I felt like my perspective of what Little Rock is and what it could be was not what was being reflected back to me. Absolutely. In, in the media. Absolutely. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't part of the conversation, which is really where I got the name for well, it. I was gonna say, and I also going to give you a plug. Awesome name. I mean, it's so. I mean, it's simple. It's direct. It's it's efficient. Yeah, I I, I love it. It's well, a great name. But I I agree with you yeah. that that was missing, and that's when I reached out to Blake uh, and said, "Man, it's time yeah. because it's missing." And and I think timing is everything. And where we are as a city, transitioning with a new, different leadership yeah. of some form, will be someone different as of November. And all the things that are happening with the city is a great time for people to be more engaged and make sure how, you know, there's a lot of people who see the city the way the three of us do. Right. But that's not reflected in print media or television media. So here's podcast media, if if you will, where we're trying to give that reflection. (laughs) New mediums, right? It's all about new mediums. Yeah. 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 So so let's 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 talk a little bit about the issues specifically. You know, what do you guys see? Uh, you know, I so last my last episode, I interviewed Baker Curris. Mm-hmm. I'd never talked to Baker before in my life. I was very impressed with him. I thought he had a great resume. He's got good ideas. Um, I've previously talked to Frank and Warwick, and I know there's one other person I think who has announced. I'm not real familiar with that person, but I'm sure they're very well qualified as well. I look at this race and looking at the three main candidates that I know, uh, it seems like we're really lucky to have such high-quality candidates. You know, I I think the city, regardless of who wins, is going to be in a good spot, Mm -hmm. a better spot Mm -hmm. next year than where we are now, in terms of leadership, right? You know what? Uh, and I say that you know, kind of covered all my bases there. Didn't want to upset anybody, <laughs> you know. But but hey, hey, you got you got to try to uh, walk that line, right? You know, right. Like, once you yeah. become a personality, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, what do you, how do you guys see? Uh, you know, I mean, this is going to be an interesting race. How do you guys see it shaking out? I mean, I. I've heard lots of different conversations, lots of different theories. What do you guys think? You want to start? Want no, start? go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting race, and I, I think it's, it's going to be an opportunity for someone to win uh, with the 40% up front. Um, but that person has to have the the ability to get into those disengaged communities and really show them what the investment in their community really looks like. I've, uh, when we go back to, to have these, these conversations, um, we talk great about... Great name. Man, it's a great name. <laughs> we, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It makes it a, it, a lot of people use the name, so nobody can find me. It's, <laughs> it's like the conversation Arkansas? No. It's like conversation Matt Price. Okay, there, there, there. That's, that's yeah. the conversation I was talking about. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be... You're going to have a, all three, four of these, these candidates are going to be fighting, fighting for the same votes. Um, you know how our city's made up. You know, two thirds more progressive Democrats, mm-hmm. and a, a and a third 
the more conservative, moderate uh, Republicans. And and even though this is not a partisan race, you know, people vote. I guess all four candidates are, are actually Democrats. Yeah. yeah, they're all fairly progressive. Yeah, they're yeah. all fairly progressive. Yeah. So what what you're going to have is you're going to have four candidates going after the more moderate Democrats as well as underserved uh, uh, communities, mm-hmm. Southwest, right. uh, the, the South End, and and it's going to be interesting because you're going to have some looking out to go way way far out west. Yeah, you know. So 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 what you're going to have is you're going to have, and I, what I believe is that people, you know how how Little Rocky is. Yep. The first question, and I've told Frank this all the time. Uh, the first question you want to get when people don't know you is, "What high school did you go to?" Right. You know, and and we're we're very cliquish here. Yeah. So, uh, shout out John L. McClellan. <laughs> we, we we really weren't asking you. What high school you went to. <laughs> but you're going to have people who are going to going to look and say, "Who's from here?" You know, mm-hmm. who who has grew up who has grew up in Little Rock? Who knows the experiences? Who has who has seen the plight, you know? So, I, I think those those candidates that are that are from Little Rock, that were born and raised here, that have been here for most of their lives, mm-hmm. are are your front runners. Mm-hmm. And um, not not to saying, you know, I serve, and I can be very blunt. I serve with Ward. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like Ward. Like I've served with him for, for the last four four years. Uh, Baker has has been a uh, he has been a supporter of mine for the last four years. Mm-hmm. And Frank is one of my best friends. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I think we're going to be in, in good hands. Um, but I, I also believe that most that the vote is going to come down to who's talking about the things we're talking about. Right. Who's talking about Roosevelt? Who's talking about baseline? I mean, if you're not talking about baseline, if you're not talking about the growth that we're, we're seeing with with the Hispanic population over on, on upper baseline, then you don't get the future of Little Rock. Right, and I've, I I think when you have the candidates who are who are passionate, who are believable, mm-hmm. and 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 are going to because that's those votes are are not just it's going to be a mosaic, and I say that also talking about the the church as well. Right, you know there there's going to be people who who are progressive and liberal who care about us coming together as one city, mm-hmm. and. And I believe the candidate that can be able to sell that and and be believable and really mean that is going to be our next mayor. Right. And I'll jump in there. When you talk about those three main candidates, um, I consider all them friends. Um, They've been uh, supportive and available to me when I needed them. Um, And but I agree with Blake that we're looking at a city that obviously is changing. we're, we're looking at a city that um, is still divided. I yep. mean, definitely physically with 630. Um, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. yeah and, and 430, now 30. And, yeah. Right. So we got physical divisions in the city. We have socioeconomic divisions in the city. One thing I talk about, well, I have talked about in the past, that I grew up in Southwest, and, and until I got to law school, I didn't even know the Heights and Hillcrest existed. Yeah. Like, I remember being in law school, and people were like, all right, let's, tonight, let's go get a drink. We're going to the fountain. And I'm like, the what? Right. 
You know, I had no idea. Charles, no, Charles, one of our spots. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just was, a couple. Yeah, yeah. 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 What was it, Chowbachi, the fountain? Right, right. Occasion. <laughs> the, the uh, little, y'all, y'all had a tour. Nice yeah, y'all yeah. had a tour. Yeah. Uh, that was back in the aughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you you have a city that we're still, you know, facing those challenges. So the person who can identify with people on both sides of 630 mm-hmm. whether you're making a household income of 300,000 or 30,000 can you can you go into both houses and and, and and encourage and motivate those people now there is a I think an interesting thing about this race is that there is no incumbent right. so in in theory it's a wide open field mm-hmm. uh, for us to take on new ideas and new leadership in the city but also, I think what's important is that if you're a citizen of Little Rock, are you, as Blake uh, mentioned, are you okay with Little Rock as it is? Right. Or are you expecting Little Rock to be something different? Right. Can you see something different? Can you see Can something you different? See a different right. So if you're okay with the status right. quo, that's going to affect who you vote for. Right. If you're saying, I think Little Rock can be more, mm-hmm. it can be not bigger, better, whatever adjective you want to use, adverb you want to use, then you're gonna vote for a different candidate. So I, I think you, I think that's a big dynamic. So you got right. the division in the city, and whether you're someone that says, "Man, Little Rock's not that bad." Yeah. I mean, uh, Lindsay did a great job think, in last yeah, week's article, article. talking yeah. about the how you can best the city, worst the best city. the cities, worst the cities, and depending on what you can make. Little Rock be whatever you want it to be based right. on what score. But that also shows you that there are people that feel that way. Yeah. There are things that people are embracing and say, man, Little Rock, I don't have any problem with crime. Right. I get around easy. I got right. a good job. There's great restaurants. Right. I'm good. Yeah. And then you got other people says, there's no sidewalks where I live. Yeah. That's what I, I'm looking for a job. Right. I'm 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 making, you know, eight dollars. Mm-hmm. So the person that can connect with all those people yeah. will be the mayor of Little Rock, in my opinion. Right. Well, and I'm glad you put it that way because, the and that kind of goes back for where the Love Little Rock campaign was so tone deaf. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, there's a lot of realities that are really positive of Little Rock. There are some great things about it. But we can't be, you know, blind to the entirety of the city. You right. don't get just the good. You get the good and the bad. We all live together. Like, there's no reason to not view this as a whole. Like, and we can be, we can handle some constructive criticism here. Right. Know? And that's what was so frustrating to me about it, viewing the city through that lens. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is just, this mm-hmm. is not okay. But a great branding, though. Love Little Rock. Sure, great branding. I love Little Rock. Yeah, and I'm, I... I'm big on Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you taking it back. Yeah, I'm going to... <laughs> that's like, that's like mid-90s, right? Right, right. We, we still had Hoop Fest. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shout out Hoop Fest. Yeah. yeah. Side store, Hoop Fest. One year, my team won our division, because y'all know I used to hoop, but I didn't have any money to go to the national tournament. Oh, so man. that's... That, I mean, that's kind of a segue. You talk... The lifestyle that I was living, people are still right. living that way. Yeah. And they're looking for someone to make sure that they have those different opportunities. And when you mentioned the Love Little Rock uh, campaign um, and our current mayor, Marisola, who's a friend mm-hmm. and um, I've talked to and, and we communicate regularly. But one thing that one of his most recent interviews that was asking him, you know, about the state of the city and about all the great things happening, all those things were downtown. 
Right. Which is good. Like, right. if, I mean, the downtown, if your heart doesn't work, your body doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I get that. But if if we're going to compare Little Rock, which I just did, to a a body, I mean, your heart can be good, but you also need you need strong legs. Right. You need some. You you prefer to have a, some good hearing, seeing yeah, a, a solid core. Right. Yeah, a solid right. core. Exactly. Know. So there's other parts yeah. of the body that needs right. care and attention, and I think the next mayor has to have that as a priority. I, I agree with what you're saying about downtown, but I would I would disagree that downtown is the heart of Little Rock. Okay. I, I think if if you look at Little Rock. And and that that thinking has is the reason why we're in the situation we are now. Hmm. If you look at the heart line of Little Rock, it is literally Highway Five. It is literally Roosevelt University, Colonel Glenn, that could have the opportunity to to build both North Six Thirty, South Six Thirty, Southwest all hmm. in together. If we concentrated, that's where our, our university is. Right. You know, if we concentrated on that avenue, on on coming from the airport. Mm-hmm. Going out to as far as Bryant, you yep. know, if if we if we thought of that as Heartline Road, that is our heart. What? So much, so much change, so much positive change could, could happen when, for us. When we were kids, there was a, a steakhouse out there on Highway Five. I cannot remember what it was called. You drove, you kind of drove up a hill a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was right there. The building is still out there being used for something. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that just I just what he's talking about. just thinking about that change that happened. It wasn't banana. <laughs> no, no, That's, it was like. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing at me? <laughs> Bonanza was a steakhouse. Was Bonanza not a steakhouse? We didn't go out to eat that much. We didn't go to steakhouses when I grew up. Bonanza was a steakhouse. Yeah, um, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere they serve quasi steakhouse. They serve, they serve steak, exactly. like Western Sizzler. Like, yeah. like okay, I, I guess I guess Outback is a steakhouse. Yeah, too. it's yeah, actually yeah. called Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Come on, I'm sorry, Matt. We all no, talk. No, you're fine. You're fine. But I, I get what Blake is saying about that being Heartline Road, and that that's that's fair. But when you think of a city, a capital city. You you think about downtown, so I don't. So True. even even though Blake and I are disagreeing about where the heart of the city is, I think we're big enough, we're smart enough. There's enough people here who care enough that we can do two things at one time. Right. This not okay. We only can work on the right. road on Main Street, and then once that get done, we're gonna do something else. Right. Like right. there's multiple things that need attention, so yeah. let's do multiple things. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and that's one of the things that I'm sure you guys already, this has already been your experience because you're talking to so many different people, too. There's a lot of people doing some great stuff, Absolutely. you know, and there's a lot of people that, given just a little more support, given just a little bit more, you know, connection to the right different people or different organizations, their work could be exponentially greater, you know, and that's one of the things that I think real, really great leadership could bring to the city. You know, being able to draw people in with a, you know, some sort of united vision, that would really help bring more people to the table to connect, right? And can, actually have the right seats at the table. Can I do a shameless plug? Please. Uh, today, we're recording this on Thursday, so today is One Take Thursday. You can find that on my Instagram. <laughs> uh, hashtag, one, hashtag. Hashtag One Take Thursday. Yeah. But it's interesting that you mentioned that because what I posted on Instagram earlier today was uh, I had to complete a survey and the question was, what's the definition of power? Hmm. And when I thought about it, to me, power is the ability to provide opportunities for other people. Yep. And I think what you're talking about when a leader is can that person help provide opportunities to these people who care, right. who have the energy, who have the the will, but maybe mm-hmm. just not in the right circle, maybe don't have the right resources, but they but 
if provided those things, they could be very effective in making our city a better place. And I think uh, the leader, whoever the next mayor of Little Rock is, that has to also be a priority to provide opportunities right. to people who need them. Because Little Rock is a very, Blake mentioned, a clickish city. Yes. And if you know the right people, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the city's great for you, and you can get stuff done and things work out for you, you know, nine out of ten times. Right. But if you don't know the right people, you're like, I can't get anything done. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who to call. No one's returning my calls. And it shouldn't be that way. No, no, it should not at all. Um, I think I think an extended uh, analogy, if the downtown is the heart, then Highway 5 is the spine. It's the spine. And I, was you thinking, know, yeah, I just thought like, about that. It, going it's the to nervous anatomy, system, right? I was, I, was thinking, I was thinking the reverse, <laughs> you know, that downtown is that the down, downtown has to be that spine, that nervous system where, where everything goes. That's up. not what he said. I know, but I, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking that. I was thinking if the, if the hard line is Roosevelt, that downtown is what makes the is what makes the brain go, is what makes the city go. It, without a spine, you're... You're, you're paralyzed. You know, yeah, with, yeah. With, without that nervous system, you can't get information mm-hmm. back and forth. And I think that's what downtown is. Right. And that's, that's going from, when we say downtown, from the Clinton Library down to a Hillcrest almost. You yeah. know, that, that that that's where our business hub is. That's where people come. And if we can get more people down here on weekends, yeah. you know, that it, it's still a ghost town down here. Right. Know? Now, especially right. during the daytime, when you come and I drive to my office and I, um, during the day on Saturday or after church on Sunday, there is no one. There is no foot traffic. No. And, you know, you go to different cities, and there are things for people to do that attract foot traffic. And and there are, and I'm not hating on downtown in that regard because we're getting more things. There are sure. growth there. Yeah. But I think our all of our points is are you got to have both. Right. You got to have both. Yeah. Right. You strong both. Strong heart, strong spine. Yeah. And we can do two things at once. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's kind of the, been the problem with the city. For yeah. as long as I can remember, like, okay, we're going to do this thing, and right. then we'll worry about everything else in right. five years. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely. All right, well, guys, I appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, I man, really do. Quick. This has been the most fun <laughs> one I've done. <laughs> um, so I appreciate it. And, again, if you guys haven't checked out Rock the Culture podcast, you need to check it out on iTunes. Um, Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? At Rock to Culture Twitter, at Rock to Culture on Instagram, at Rock to Culture on Facebook. Man, you guys are better at this than I am. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Matt.